Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode. Um, in recent years, TikTok has become <laughs> quite prevalent with a particular subject mm-hmm. called Glitches in the Matrix. Yeah. Have you ever did. searched Glitches in the Matrix? I haven't searched, but they've naturally come up a few times. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It, sometimes they're just called Glitches in Reality. Mm-hmm. I think that's possibly because of the amount of millennials that haven't seen the film The Matrix, which is where mm. it all comes from. Yeah. 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 Which is a great film. It is a great film. Let's 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 look. Let's start there. Let's start with the Matrix. Mm-hmm. The Matrix was a film by the Wachowski brothers in 1999. It was released. Yep. Very good film, like you say. Starred Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne and a whole bunch of other people. Really good. I got a small little synopsis of it. I actually wrote myself. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the Matrix essentially is a hero story set in a sci-fi universe where the protagonist is broken free of an artificially simulated reality that's been created by machine overlords to use the energy created by humans to power their existence without the humans knowing. Does that sum it up, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's there's a whole lot more to it. There's the whole philosophy of the Matrix, and it really is like Mm. an awesome story. Cinematography is was yeah. groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, it won so many awards. In fact, I, I should have researched this a little harder. Am I right in thinking it? It was the very first DVD to ever go on sale. Possibly. I, I know. I think it might have been. I saw something along the line. It was the first film. You know the bit at the start where it's green? Yeah. Isn't that the first time they've ever changed yes, the colour? Yes, the Warner Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um in the film, at one point, a very famous scene where they're walking up some stairs and Keanu Reeves, or Neo, the protagonist, yeah. uh, famously sees a cat repeating its actions. And he says, oh, it's deja vu. Mm-hmm. And then everybody in, uh, in his group go, oh, what, 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 what do you see? What do you see? And he was like, oh, the cat just repeated its move. And they're like, oh, no, they've changed something in the Matrix. Mm. And uh, that was the very first glitch in the Matrix. 
That's yeah. what started it all off, mm-hmm. you know. And then if we come forward a few years to 2005 when YouTube was created, it didn't take long before people started actually uploading videos of their own personal experiences with glitches in the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, and that obviously through the years has carried on even today. Uh, When I was doing my research the other day, I found one by a channel that I really love called Aussie Man Reviews. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's calling. He makes real good jokes and it makes really light of it. And uh, he he showed a few examples. Right at the start of the video, uh, I think someone is is filming their, their... trips on a bus tour mm-hmm. and they pass this woman on the street who stood in front of a car taking selfies with herself with an, like an old-fashioned camera not just a phone uh, and then she'll turn the camera around look at the screen smile turn the camera back around take another fo- selfie turn the camera around look at the screen turn it back around take another fo- and she's stuck in this feedback loop is she leaning on the back of a car yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. i've seen that one yeah an aussie man's like that woman's definitely broken you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, really odd. And another couple of other um, examples was a cat that's walking on the spot. I think it, it looks like it's walking through a restaurant or something. But like it's walking, but it's almost as like it's on a treadmill. There's no treadmill there. Mm. But as it puts its foot down, its foot just slides back underneath itself. Like moonwalking. Yeah, we're just walking on the spot. And then somebody walks past it, it stops, looks up at them. And then just carries on walking on the spot. That's <laughs> and bizarre. It's, it's a bizarre bit of footage. It really is. Um, this one, I, I was in two minds whether to mention this one, but I quite liked it. It's the only time I've ever seen it was in Aussie Man Reviews. I don't know if the guy actually sent it specifically for him and it's not uh-huh. been put up elsewhere. But there's this Asian guy that's in a restaurant and he starts off with, I guess it's his phone that's on the table. He picks it up and he's like, right, this is me like pointing at himself and he's wearing quite a distinguishable dark blue t-shirt with some gold writing on it and then he pans the camera up and over his shoulder is himself sat a few tables behind eating away completely oblivious that he's being filmed by himself and then and then he pans it out so that they're both in shot at the same time i mean yes technically it could be trick photography with video editing but you would have to be very very mm. precise with your video editing because the camera's not static it's 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 in motion all the time you know and to line up two different videos yeah from a moving camera is very very difficult it's like edit. same clothes and it was same clothes definitely him yeah definitely well this is the thing now i i can see i can foretell that we're going to get some comments here going from potentially racist people going oh well they all look the same to us same as we all look the same to them now that i'm arguing against that one yeah right because i'm not racist and i don't believe that that is the case i've had plenty of asian friends and i can tell them apart yes also even if that was the case this guy is an asian guy who thinks the other asian guy looks exactly like him you know yeah yeah. he's convinced that it is himself we've all got doppelgangers in the world don't we but I mean, it could be. Who are we to say it's not a it's, glitch it's in the Matrix? It's just a freaky one. He's wearing the same T-shirt, same haircut, looks identical, and he's just eating away, completely oblivious. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, I was amazed by that one. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It yeah. is. And, obviously, like, TikTok also, like I said right at the start, very prevalent on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of recent ones that I've noticed is, uh, I know you've seen the video, um, of 
a guy pointing his camera at the mirror and the reflection in the mirror, you can see it snowing outside. Yeah. And I'm not just talking a little bit of snow. It's a blizzard. Yes. And then he turns around, away from the mirror, directly to the window, mm-hmm. no snow. Yeah, it's like a clear well, day. There's snow on the ground, but there's no snow falling. Yeah, it's a lovely clear day, blue skies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a nuts one. Uh, there's another one where someone came out from work and recorded their car park or parking lot, or however you want to call it, and it's only raining on one car. <laughs> Just one yeah, car. Yeah, one car has got an absolute downpour going on it. Everything else is dry. Wow. That's, That's a nuts weird. one. Have you seen the one as well? There's... Uh, it's it's a similar to the the car one in a, in a parking lot. It's like a multi story, and this girl is like, oh yes, I did have see you seen that. It? Yeah. Where she's like, oh, it doesn't. She she always parks on like the third floor. Yeah, and on the fifth floor, there's the exact same. It's not the same car, but it's the exact same make model model. Yeah, and, and parks in exactly same. the same parking space. The only difference yeah. is the bumper sticker, isn't it? Yeah, and it doesn't matter where she parks on the third floor. On the fifth floor, he's parked in the exact same spot. Yeah, or she, whoever, and it's just mirroring and it's just mimicking. And I find that bizarre. Yeah. Then there's the aeroplane as well. I was just about to mention the <laughs> aeroplane. That was the last one I was going to mention. The flying plane with you know it's one of them little Cessnas with a banner advertising yeah. something floating off the back, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's in mid-flight, but not moving. Just stuck in the sky. Stuck in the sky. Which is odd. Like I, how hard would, or easy would that be to edit? I'm going to say pretty hard. To edit, yeah. I mean, if something's moving, how do you... Oh, because everything else was moving in the video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an odd one. There's, it, there's it's so possible. Many. I mean, that, that's the thing. With, with, I mean, all of this stuff, I guess, is kind of possible. Or, you know, maybe it's just a little bit freaky and snow. Well, I'm not sure about the snow. I'm not sure how to explain have that you, one. Have you seen the lemon one? Yes, the girl that cuts the lemon in half and then in half again goes to get a bit of cling film, comes back and finds the lemon has somehow glued itself back together. Yeah, like that one always gets me when I see it. Yeah, that is. Because you're watching the lemon. Like, she definitely cut that. There's the knife. There's the lemon. How is it still together? Yeah. And then she actually has to cut it again for a second time before she can wrap it up. Yeah, Yeah, that is a nuts one. Life, eh? Life. So... I mean, do these videos kind of prove the theory of the Matrix? Are there glitches in the Matrix that we can see around us? Now, one guy, in between all this, back in 2003, uh, a guy called Nick Bostrom, he was thinking about it. And he was thinking, well, when you look at, like, computer graphics, simulations on computer graphics are getting better and better, all the time. Or mm. back in 2003, they weren't great, but they were better than what they were in the 93 and then 83, you know. So it's always getting yeah. better. And nowadays, we're already seeing, like, ultra-realistic 4K high-definition graphics that you, yeah. could, you could literally get lost in and just think, is this actually reality? Yeah, some, some virtual point. reality headsets, like Oculus or whatever it is, yeah? some of their games and graphics... Is people get lost in it? Yeah, like I've I've seen videos of people that have they've played like say like a war game or um, some sort of uh, shoot 'em up game on yeah. the on the Oculus, and it's been like a couple of hours, and they've taken the headset off, 
and you you could see him kind of adjusting back to reality, mm. like because it must be so real. It must be, yeah. And that's that's what Nick Bostrom was thinking. You know, with the, with the advancements in computer graphics getting more and more on an exponential curve, getting better and better mm. all the time. At some point, it's, and this was back in two thousand and three, he was thinking this. It's going to get reached that level, pretty much where we're at now, where it's hard to tell the difference between computer simulated graphics and reality mm. and that got him thinking well what's to say that we haven't already surpassed that point it's mm. an odd question it is an odd question so i'm gonna so he published a paper now he's a philosopher is nick bostrom okay all right so this is kind of going outside of my comfort zone really because i'm more you know science and physics and stuff like that philosophy is one that always um Confuses me, baffles mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, I try not to get into it too much, but this this time I'm gonna I'm going into it headlong. Simulation theory is not something that I ever thought I would study, but here I am. Mm-hmm. Pages of notes on it. So yeah, Nick Bostrom published his paper in 2003, basically called simulation theory, uh, and supporting the theory that reality could be a simulation conducted by an advanced civilization. And this caused such a stir that some people, particularly people in Silicon Valley, became absolutely obsessed with it. So, they, you know, people were actually latching on to this theory. The New Yorker uh, released an article in 2016 claiming that at least two unnamed billionaires now employ a secret team of scientists who are trying to figure out how to break out of the Matrix, in in theory. So the billionaires fully believe that we're in the A couple of them, yeah. Elon Musk himself, I don't think he's one of them, but Elon Musk has spoken publicly about his own fascination with the theory, and he's quoting him of saying, the probability of us living in base reality is one in billions. Base reality is obviously the real world. Mm. And, like, due to this guy's paper, he, you know, very educated, very rational, big thinkers are now starting to think, well, hang on, this guy's got a point. I'm not sure. There's, oh. I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't know if you'll come up to it, but the only thing that I know is real basic to say but the only thing that makes me think we can't be in a simulation is we feel pain. Like, uh, but, we, we bleed blood. Yeah, we do. But so, pain is no more than electrical impulses in your brain, the same as any other sensation. Now, in the Matrix, obviously, mm. you've got an implant in the back of your head where they can plug you in and, and all over your body where your nervous system gets... Um, tuned in to the matrix so pain all these senses obviously eyes and ears are quite easy to fool because you can do that with head you know earphones and a headset but smell taste touch it's much different you need to directly access the brain for that Mm -hmm. um yeah i see what you're saying so it could technically if you're supporting this theory be possible he calls it 
an, an ancestor simulation, a simulation that is run by an advanced civilization so far ahead of where we are now that is running the simulation to study its own past. Okay, I like that explanation. That sounds yeah. quite cool. Okay. So the argument is uh, Bostrom makes three propositions and argues that at least one must be true. Okay. This is philosophy. This is how they work. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Now, number one, all technological civilizations go extinct before reaching technological maturity. Okay. Okay. Now, <laughs> right. Th this um, relates to something that I was going to cover in a different episode, the Fermi paradox. The Fermi paradox is if there's so many billions of stars in the sky and they've all got planets around them, potentially there's so many millions of intelligent species out there in space, why is there no scientific evidence for them? You know, mm. we've got UFOs flying around a planet, but that's not necessarily scientific evidence for alien life. Yeah. Uh, when we actually look with our telescopes out in space, we just see a whole lot of nothingness. So where is everybody if, theoretically, there should be millions of people? And mm. one of the answers for that is known as the Great Filter, which is a, a, a technologically advancing civilization such as we are at the moment. We're in a, a very steep technological climb yeah yeah we've yeah. harnessed the power of the atom now will we be able to become a multi-planetary species before we wipe ourselves out that's the great filter we don't know whether the great filter is still ahead of us or yeah. whether we've actually gone past it if we've gone past it already then that's good news yeah that actually sounds like a game or like a simulation when you put it in those terms. Yeah. Like, are we too late? Yeah. So uh, that was his first thing. So uh, all technological civilizations go extinct before reaching technological maturity. Is that true? Is it not? We, don't, we can't say well, for sure. I can't remember the guy's name, but there is a guy who used to work for Google. And he's now come out and started speaking about it. And he's been on other podcasts and stuff. And he talks about the fact that AI is getting so advanced that it started to kind of recognize pain and emotions and oh, things right. like that. And they they put it to the test by um, – I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but he was saying how if he verbally insulted the AI and was telling it it was doing a terrible it job and things offended. like that, it actually got upset and was like, oh, please don't speak to me like that. I'm only trying my best. And oh, it fact. was actually kind of eerie the way it's he was okay. talking about it. And then he was saying that you then have to go in and almost manually reset. Right. And um, the, the Google machine, I'm sure he said it, it's not as easy as it sounds of just like pressing a button and resetting oh, it. Won't it. Be, no, it's no. like six supercomputers that all have this system in it and you have to go and manually basically start again and start this script. and Reset all of them. Yeah, yeah. and he said it's got to the point where now there's there's been times where AI has actually kind of uh, fixed itself. So it's kind of changing its own codes yeah, and things well, like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, sorry, carry on. Okay. <laughs> Argument two. Technological civilizations do develop, but do not create simulations. So again. It's kind of a counter-argument to the first statement. So it's technological civilizations do develop, but they don't create simulations. 
Okay. okay. So this that technically could be true, but unlikely. And when you think about all the amount of simulations that we run as societies, you know, mm. physicists run hundreds of simulations on how the universe was de- developed, you know, governments run yeah. simulations on what, how best to tackle terrorist attacks and, you know, stuff like that, you know. We do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. To different level. And he's saying that technological civilizations could get to that level and just not do simulations, mm-hmm. but it's very unlikely. Yeah, I would say so. Because if we're doing it already, why wouldn't they do it? Exactly. <laughs> it's just it, curiosity. If, if they've become sufficiently advanced, you'd imagine that they would just be running some kind of simulation yeah. anyway, whether it is a Matrix-like simulation or, or, or whatever. So the first two we've covered, we might blow ourselves up before we actually reach technology. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Technological maturity. Mm. We might reach technological maturity and not create simulations, but that is very unlikely. Mm-hmm. So if those two are false, the last statement must be true. If the above are not true, then we are almost certainly living in a simulation. So if the above two aren't true, then we're living in a simulation. Yeah. I mean... We're really fingers crossed on that great filter being behind us now. It's all very... I, I don't like this theory. No, I don't. I, I really don't. It makes me uncomfortable to think that my life is actually just a simulation. I mean, I don't know. I still, I find the simulation theory very hard to believe. It's not far-fetched, and I'm not ruling it out completely. It's just a bunch of philosophy and things is, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Do you know what I mean? Like, it it does make you think, but it's so, kind of the words they use and the way they say it, it's trying. It hurts my brain. Yeah, so, that, that's why I don't like philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's what this is. It's a philosophical problem, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and technically, he's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's a, to me, it's a grey area, though. I, it, don't... I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, a lot of like the physicists and, and proper scientist people, like uh, Michio Kaku. Do you know Michio Kaku? He's the Asian American physicist with the long grey hair. Ever seen him on uh, TV? It sounds familiar. He's quite often on TV with like Neil deGrasse Tyson and that. Like, um, 
Michio Kaku, he says he doesn't like this theory. He says that it would be impossible to build a computer capable of rendering everything in the observable universe and simulate the mechanisms accordingly. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because obviously he's looking into deep space, see a supernova go off. Yeah. There's a lot of programming got to go into creating that supernova 55 billion light years away. Mm -hmm. What's the point? It's wasted energy, isn't it? Yeah. If it was a simulation. And we wouldn't, you know, it would take super quantum computer to actually process all of that information, all of the information in the universe and all of our daily lives, my point of view, your point of view, everybody at home's point of view. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he says that it wouldn't be feasible to build a computer it wouldn't be possible to build a computer to run it all. Yeah, I'm with Taki Michinoku. I, I agree. <laughs> Michio Kaku. Um, yeah. But some people, the philosophers again, argue, would it have to? <laughs> My brain hurts. It's hurting already, isn't it? <laughs> I can't deal with it. We're <laughs> <laughs> 22 minutes in, so you've got to deal with it for a little bit longer. <laughs> okay, so let's... Let's look at it. Distance blurring in video games is a thing. Yeah? You're walking around Skyrim. You can see a mountain in the distance. Yes. You could walk to that mountain. It's rendered the mountain. It hasn't rendered the dragon that's on top of it that you know is there. Yes. Because it's in the distance. It doesn't need to. You're not going to be able to see it from this distance. So what's the point? Yeah. I'm with you. Makes sense. Yeah? So only render what needs to be rendered to create a convincingly convincing reality to the observer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything in the universe, all them supernovas and 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 uh, quark, not quarks, <laughs> quasars and pulsars and all that sort of thing, don't need to be rendered unless someone's looking at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, no, that does make perfect sense. Yeah. Because, like you say, what, what's the point if no one's looking and the stuff's going off in the background? What's what benefit is it? Yeah. Exactly. And it brings us back to the Fermi paradox. Why mm. are there no aliens out there? Well, there's no aliens out there because they're not being rendered. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If we come to another philosophical problem, if a tree, this is an old one, you'll have heard of it. If a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't make a sound because <laughs> there is no tree because there's no one there to observe it. But <laughs> it's not being rendered. But physically, if a tree was to fall, it would make a sound. No, it would make vibrations. A sound is heard. The vibrations mm. are created when the tree falls, but a vibration is different to sound. It's a... that's, that's a complete philosophical debate that we're not going into <laughs> right now. But in this explanation, with the, the simulation theory... There would be no tree because there's no one to observe it, so the tree would never get rendered. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it is when you break it down like that, it's making more sense than what the other guy was saying because it was it was too many words in such a short amount of time. <laughs> but when you're breaking it down like that, all of those points are very valid. They, yeah. I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, it makes so sense it, it increases the likelihood mm. of that supercomputer being able to make those calculations and create this universe that apparently, you know, Nick Bostrom says we're all living in. Yeah. In this simulation. And if this is true, does it mean that everything that we consider to be paranormal is in fact just a glitch in the matrix? Ghosts, UFOs, 
is a ghost, someone who died, no longer has a physical body, but the code is still running. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I've it got a broken be. foot, Josh. I've been thinking about this for three it, days, man. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's another point that isn't that far-fetched. Like, when you word it that way, yeah, it could be. Mm. I, I mean, it, it actually could be. Um, I mean, it, it goes back to the, uh, like, there's so many examples of things. Like, when people are looking in a mirror and they look away, but the reflection is still there. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a glitch I've seen a couple the of ma- them. It, yeah, Do you know what I mean? That could be matrix. considered a glitch in the Matrix, but that could also be considered paranormal. Or it, It's such a grey area of like, because we don't yeah, know. Exactly. We don't know. I mean, like, obviously, a certain amount of these videos are going to be fake anyway, that we see the glitch yeah. in the Matrix videos, because some of them are, are just going to be clever fakes. Mm-hmm. But again, when people are out there not filming and just have experiences, is this why? Yeah. And I, I suppose it's... Uh, I, I know what I mean in my head when I say this, but like because we can't prove like ghosts and things like that, the the explanation saying like oh well, it could be simulate, you can't exactly deny that either because we don't know what ghosts are. This is kind of bringing me to my final sort of point. Really, is the fact that it is not provable or unprovable. Mm. Yeah, just like the existence of God. Mm-hmm. You can't prove it exists. You can't prove that it doesn't exist. Yeah. There's a, there's a, 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 like a, 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 I don't know if it's a religion or what, but there's a, a thing called Last Thursdayism, where people <laughs> believe that everything was created last Thursday. You might argue, well, I can remember events that happened before, before last Thursday, and they'll say, well, no, because that memory was just created last Thursday. You never actually had a holiday in Tenerife in 2004, because it's just a memory that was created last Thursday. There's no argument for it. What? That That's just weird. It is just weird. But like I said, there's no argument. Because any argument you put up saying, no, last Thursday, is it, I, I was definitely alive before last Thursday. I said, no, you were just created last Thursday with all the memories that put you back 30 years, 40 years. But then the, even the concept of Thursday is like made up, isn't it? Like, Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it, it's an unprovable thing that you did with this glitch in the matrix. That it, mm. You can't prove it. You can't disprove it. It's a philosophical. It's philosophical. Philosophical. It's a problem. Ah, <laughs> philosophy <laughs> problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Platypus is the word you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, I try in my the last few notes here. I tr- I kind of I tried to um, disprove it one of the things that i i went down was the, the same as you when you mentioned pain is a mm-hmm. thing i was like well yeah like i said earlier our, our eyes and ears are easy to fool but touch taste and smell are difficult things to recreate yeah and agent smith says this in the matrix he said i hate this place when he's got morpheus tied up and he's got electrodes on his head and mm-hmm. he's trying to b- break into his brain he goes i hate this place i tell you why it's the smell if there is such a thing and that got me thinking well yeah how would you recreate smell without having that direct connection mm. to the brain and I went through, yeah, a few notes here that kind of didn't really work. Um, 
But isn't there that old quote? And, of, and, and one, one of the things that I thought was, well, wouldn't you need to plug every living creature on Earth into the Matrix as well? well eight billion you know? of us. Yeah, well, the chickens that we eat, the, bee, the, the cows, the pigs, the, you know, everything would have to be plugged into the Matrix. But would it? I don't know. Because in the Matrix, they just literally recycle old human bodies and then intravenously feed it back to the living humans, don't they? As a paste yeah. that's just absorbed. And everything that we think that we're eating and drinking is actually just part of the simulation. So, you, no, you wouldn't need to plug everything in. Um, possibly, I mean, one of the, the things that I did sort of touch on was we don't actually know how consciousness works within the brain, how the brain pulls in all that information, all those senses, mm. and creates consciousness. Scientists have no idea. It's, there, there isn't a written rule on what consciousness is or how it works. Yeah, and don't we only have access to like 20% of our brain or something? Yeah, like 10% or something <laughs> like that, yeah. Um, now, the, the, one one that I did come up with is... Most parents witness their child's birth, yeah? Yeah. All right, not every case, but, you know, the woman might be off her head in gas and air or having an epidural or whatever. The, the man might not be there. Most of the time, or, or you know, let's say let's say 50% of the time, at least one parent is there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, so people witness their children's own birth. Now, for us to be in a Matrix-like simulation... That means that you would have had to actually have to have been born before you were born so that you could have all those attachments and inserts put into you so that you could be uploaded to the Matrix and have that birth within the simulation. And that is a real head-scratcher. Yeah, but if anything, that suggests to me that you've just debunked simulation to me. Yeah, yeah, you reckon? So, yeah, I, it's 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 a weird one. I don't know how that would work. How how do you how do you get born before you're actually born? And you know, I, mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's difficult because you've done all this research and stuff, and there are people that do believe in simulation. And I've I've listened to half of what you've said because the other half confused me. <laughs> uh, I'm just one of these people it that confuses like, me as well. I I just can't I can't get behind it, man. I just mm. there's so many things in life that I I just don't see it. I can't, I just I can't explain it. I just have that feeling where I'm like I just I don't. I just don't think we're in a simulation. No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't like simulation theory. Apart, apart from it, I just hurt in your brain anyway. Mm. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable that I'm not in charge of my own reality. Yeah. You know, I bought a house last year. If that's just ones and zeros on a digital mm. computer database, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. That's cost me hundreds of thousands of pounds. You know? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. But also, like, we're we're talking about this now. Yeah. Right. Now, I, I'm sure you've seen them videos where it's like, never know, let them know your next move, and they'll just do something random. Yeah. So yeah. If you were to like, say, if I was like, right, silly mate, I'm, I've got to go cook some dinner, and I'm going to get a, a nice early night. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was to go home, and then randomly just pick up my toaster and throw it out of the window, 
In simulation terms, someone's programmed me to just randomly throw a toaster out of the window. I've got no control of that. No, I think you've got control over it, but the toaster isn't actually real. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was onto a winner there. <laughs> nah, it's just too much for me for my little brain. I've got yeah. a little pea brain, and it's too much, man. I can't... I just can't wrap my head around it. Okay, well... um, <laughs> Well, let's put this individually to the paranormality scale, then, because we've gone over half an hour now. Um, but, like, you were talking about AI earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is the one question that I kind of wanted to get to, was, is it AI that is in charge of the simulation, like it is in the Matrix, you know, the robot overlords? Or is it... Oh, I've done it again. I thought... Every week. <laughs> Or is it, as Nick Bostrom suggests, just ourselves in the future studying what they were like in the past, which is us now? Oh, man. I mean, either one is both out there. AI, I want to cover next week. Okay. But Glitches in the Matrix is this week. So, I mean, how are you feeling about it on the paranormality scale? I mean, actual Glitches in the Matrix... It's it's hard to say whether videos have been edited or faked or anything. Some of them are pretty convincing. Yeah, some of them really are. And I have seen a couple. The snow. I mean, the the lemon one was like the CCTV in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So that's not. Why would that be edited and stuff? So, I mean, yeah, actual glitch in the Matrix. Um, You know what? Aside from simulation theory and stuff, because that's quite a big topic, we can't exactly give that. I don't know. I, I I feel like next week when we go into AI and stuff like that, maybe I'll have a different opinion, or maybe you can give me some more knowledge on like that whole subject. Uh, it will be a, a slight shift in paradigm, yeah, next week. But yeah. I, I wanted to cover AI next week and how potentially it's more damaging to our society than it mm-hmm. benefits us. Even though everybody's like, yeah, look at the new AI tool. Check this out. Come and use it. Use it. Google's got a free one. You know. But I, I, I'm going to touch on that next week. Okay. So this week we're just doing glitches just in the glitch matrix, in the matrix. And how much do you think, how likely do you think it really, that this theory, this simulation theory is an explanation for glitches in the matrix? I will give it a 6.2. Yeah? Yeah, because I feel like five is down the middle, where it's like you're not kind of swayed either way. Yeah. But because you have brought up some good points where I don't have an answer for it, I kind of feel like because you can't debunk it and it is a bit of a grey area, you've got yeah. to kind of give it a little bit of credit. And I'm going to go a bit higher. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go seven flat. Okay, yeah. Because I I don't like it as a theory. I don't want it to be true. Yeah. But... It does make, I know it's philosophy, it does make a good kind of argument mm. for itself. So I'm going to go a little bit higher, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to give it too much credence just because I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It creeps me out, just the it thought is. of it. It's very creepy. I, I just, I feel like... put us on 6.6. 6. 6. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've brought bad juju into the room. I don't know what sorry, it is. I'm sorry. I feel like there's a... 
I don't know. I, feel I, like I'm being I texted now. you the other day and said this one's going to literally melt your brain. It has melted my brain. <laughs> I don't even know how to drive anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was the first... The, what you should have done was leave that philosophy guy to the end to melt my brain at the, the end. Because you melted my brain at the start, I couldn't think for the rest of it with, <laughs> with all the other information. I'm like... I'm still stuck on the it first is, thing, It is right? like an information overload, isn't it? And every yeah. time you try and like uh, disprove his theory, you kind of go around in circles and you come back. Yeah. And you, oh, but, oh, yeah, that and that. And, oh, yeah, no, he's got a point and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just up and down, isn't yeah. it? You can't. Oh, yeah, 6.6. 6.6. You know, there's there's no reason why eventually in the future we couldn't come back to discuss simulation or something more or, you know, just... I don't a, want to cover it again. <laughs> maybe a similar topic. But, well, yeah, or, similar. I mean, like I say, next week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into AI, which is fairly similar. We might be able to readdress it a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for now I think I think we've done, done all right. 6.6 for... Yeah, glitches Our in glitches the in the Matrix actually proof of simulation theory. Yeah. If anyone's seen any, let us know. If, if Yeah. If you have glitches in the Matrix, write in to paranormality.uk at yeah. gmail.com. Um, if you are a glitch in the Matrix. If you can disprove <laughs> simulation theory, please write in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to hear that. Um, explained in a way that I could actually understand. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new brain after this. I, I've needed a new brain for the last two days. <laughs> um, but yeah, please do give us send us your theories on this, whether you like it or dislike it. Let us know. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Discord. Please come join our Discord. And, uh, yeah, until we, uh, until we melt our brains again, my brain is melted. (laughs) It's just melted. It's gone. Yeah. With that, I'm Josh. I'm not pirate anymore. (laughs) Ta-ta. (laughs) Ta-ta. Help. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.